Hello everyone and welcome to the One Point Safety Show with Scouse Andy and Scott. This is a Washington Commanders and NFL podcast with a twist. We'll give you weekly updates on the trials and tribulations of the Commanders and have special guests along the way. Anyway, that's enough ramble for now. On with the pod. So hello everyone and welcome back to the One Point Safety Show with me, Scott Hartley, and my co-host, Scouse Andy. Um, how are you doing, Scouse? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I see I see the face there, all burnt and crispy. So yeah, so it's uh <laughs> to tell you um, you know, going on European travels. Yeah, I'm on my holidays there for the next two weeks. So um, we've got here on Sunday over at Lanzarote and it is warm to say the least. Um averaging about twenty-seven degrees and me and my uh, stupidity decided because we couldn't get in the villa very quickly that I would um, walk around and um, for a few hours in the sun and that burnt my head completely. So yeah, <laughs> what an idiot that I no, am! This is the first time seeing a hat, man. That was first time. Yeah, I know. So that's the only reason it why. Is, oh, yeah. It is. I don't tend to wear hats, to be fair, but yeah, it looks it looks all right. Yours is looking very smart as well. So. Yeah, if you are watching on YouTube and you want some uh, merch, let us know and we will uh, get you some, uh, some merch. We'll get that all, all squared away and sent out. So there's a little bit of news this week then. Yeah. Just a little the bit, minute we, a little uh, bit. The, the minute we put the uh, recording mic down, we decided to uh, to get the announcement. The white smoke came from the chimney and yes, Josh Harris has bought the, uh, the team. It's all signed, sealed, delivered. No more Dan Snyder. New ownership. The Hog Group, as it's yeah, been baby. known. Um, so the Harris ownership group has uh, now took over this franchise for six point zero zero five billion um, dollars, which is unbelievable, really. I mean, what are your thoughts initially on obviously listening to Josh Harris's press conference and Magic Johnson and the like? What's your what's your thoughts so far? I mean, they're saying, I mean, they're saying all the right things, and and, and that's um, and that's all you really want to hear from them at this moment. You know, you, you don't want them to bullshit us either. So obviously, you've got to keep a little bit of. You know, you gotta try and see through through the lines at times, you know, but in between the lines. But it looks like he 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 looks like he's saying what he means, and and that's what that's what I like, and I like what like Wales um, as well when he came on in this interview. I like the way he just kind of just spoke out. Like most of these guys had like this fixed kind of, you know, um, script reading form and stuff like that. Even Josh did, but Wales just walked in and went, yeah, 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 and just talked as as we were just human beings more than actually anything else. And I really liked how his style. Um, and I think I, I think um, I say you can tell they are they want them to win, and they're already putting money in already because we'll probably speak about those things, bleachers mm-hmm. and all that, and those extra bits and pieces that they, they've done already. Um, so yes, so at the moment, yeah, happy days. I mean, you can't you can't ask for anything more at this moment. So thank God, fucking Dan. <laughs> Fan, Fan Snyder is gone, and now we've got now we've got. Hopefully, a guy knows what he's doing. So, yeah, man, it's it's, it's the only way is up, man. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, it's just to get this far. I, honestly, I never thought this day would come. You know, it was such an exciting day. I did have a beer, um, obviously that night, and yes, it was it was just the joy. Um, I mean, not just for us. I mean, if you looked around, you looked at the stuff that was going on on the DMV, you know, the, 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 the little, we knew there'd be a little bit of a party going on afterwards, but my word, I mean, they took over down, um, you know, they, they took it over and seeing, you know, Josh Harris dabbing up fans and, 
you know, going out there and them dancing and having really having a good time. I mean, this franchise has needed this. These fan bases needed this for so long. You know, it's not just us that are long suffering. I know we're, you know, 4,000 miles away over the other side of the ocean. Um, and what gets us into this and to possess us into doing this in the first place is, you know, it is a strange one. But we've never seen winning in our fandom. That's, you know, that's for sure. I mean, barring a couple of playoff appearances. Um, yeah. The legacy that Dan leaves, you know, you can't you, you, you can't take anything from it at all. Um, and when I first, well, I think I said it last week, when you're as low as a snake's belly, the only way is up, you know, you can't get any higher than that. For me, what I want to see with ownership changes is not a lot, really. I just want them to sign the checks and be quite quiet behind the, you know, the behind way. the scenes. Yeah, stay out the way. Let the football guys do the football things. And, you know, if, if the guys, you know, don't work out, you ha- you hire and fire the next lot. That's as simple mm-hmm. as that. And that's all I want them to do. I don't want them to be messing around. I don't want to be another Dan Snyder getting involved in, you know, trades. And, I mean, even, I mean, Jay Gruden mentioned that, you know, he... he Snyder was picking these guys and he wasn't doing any film, wasn't doing any research himself. And he's picking these random dudes to go, yeah, we're going to get this guy. And it's like, well, what's the fucking point in being the, the coach here? What's the point in actually yeah. being? Because obviously these guys aren't suited for what we want. And yet we still got to get them because the owner's just choosing them. And it's, it's ridiculous. You know, the owner's, you're, you're, you're meant to be business. Stay in the business side. You own the place. Yeah. Okay. But you trust the head coach or you trust whoever it is to run the whole show for you. You know what I mean? You should make it as easy as possible for yourself as an owner. That's what I would do. You know, you get the guys in that you really want. You want the big CEO, you, you know, you get a guy you really trust and then you, and then it filters down what you do with the right people. Like Josh mentioned in his thing, in, in his press, it was about going to be getting the right players, the right, not so right players, but the right people in place at, all the way, all the way through. But obviously that's going to take time to get, to get the guys that he wants and, you know, some of these guys might be working for somebody else at the moment, you know what I mean? So it's more than likely these guys are really good play, um, at what they do. So they're, they're, they're going to have a job somewhere. So it might, so it might take a long time to get these guys in. So like next season and things. So I'm, uh, I'm yeah, you know, see how it goes. But thank God, thank God um, Snyder's gone, man. I've had enough. So. Yeah, I'm comfortable what they do, what they're trying to do. The three mantra that he came out with, the three-headed uh, mantra, which was he talked about the community, he talked about you know the fan base, and he talked about you know running it, running it right, and being a successful place to come to work and an enjoyable place to come to work. No, somewhere that what was really interesting is one word he did say was somewhere where it becomes where it's a safe place to work. Now I found that quite intriguing. That you know reading between the lines, we knew what happened with the Mary Jo White report that came out at the end. Where you know Dan has uh, settled with a sixty million dollar fine, um, you know, to to come out with the biggest fine ever in the NFL. I mean, we will probably discuss that a little bit later on other pod on another pod. But for now, obviously, we understand what happened. He was there was accusations by um, not just the uh, one of the one of the executives who worked there. It wasn't a cheerleader; it was just an executive who worked there, female executive about lewd behaviour from Snyder by putting his hand on her leg and try allegedly trying to um, put her into his uh, limousine, um, as it was known. Um, you know, that was proof founded. You know, they she found that and said, yeah, I agree that that did actually happen. Um, but more more concerning, I think we already knew about this, which, you know, it, it was old news really, but we did know about it, it was that he was withholding money from the NFL. You know, um, looking at that, having two books on Absolutely. board. Absolute scumbag, mate. It's, it's just a joke. Imagine and it, how it is skillful you've got to be. Imagine how skillful you've got to be with the numbers. I know. Two different books, the legit books and, and the fraud ones. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just 
smash of it, 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 grief, it, it, really. it surely can't it can't be worth it can it i mean i know and you know as well that when you withhold ticket sales or you withhold um the sale of shirts merchandise whatever you buy you know we might think to ourselves oh you know we're going to buy a a a hat a a jersey whatever it is that you're buying there is a percentage of that that basically goes to the team but the vast majority of it goes throughout the entire league you know and, and its sales of shirts are, world, are are worldwide you know they go around all 32 franchises and are shared out equally if the teams aren't getting that that is something that you know it beggars belief i mean that would have been yeah. the one thing that you could have nailed him on anyway I mean, don't, I, mean, don't start, forget, I mean, don't forget, though, I mean, we've wanted Dan Snyder as a fan base for such a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why all the fans have kept the money in the pockets. A lot of them have gone, no, yeah, you know, I'm not giving them what I'm not giving Dan Snyder one more cent. And that's, mm-hmm. and I, and that's totally understandable. So what's Dan Snyder done? He's thinking, shit, this is, this is costing me a lot of money. It's to stoke any storms. He still wants to own the team. So what's his other way about it? Well, what I'll do is I'll fill the numbers and keep all the money. You see what I mean? And, and that's basically what he's talking for. I filled the numbers. I'm still going to get the money that I need to to kind of live a good life, and uh, you know carry on type thing. And, t- and then obviously he got caught and he's gone. But um, especially, so especially when it moves on to <laughs> bye bye. It Snyder. moves on to it moves on to your point, really, doesn't it? That we made earlier. I mean, especially when you look at it and you say, well, if he's withholding all this money and he's been proved that he's withheld this money, he's got that fine of sixty million, and he's he's he's, he's you know the, the door has hit his ass on the way out. Thank God. He can sail off into the sunset with five point nine nine billion, not six billion that he wanted. Ha 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 ha. That's, that, that, that's anyway. the thing, isn't it? It's like six billion. What's sixty million to that? You know what I mean? It's it, yeah, it's a I joke. To Joker, we're fine. It should have been like a hundred mil. No, something that's gonna at least slightly dent and make him think twice next time. Sixty mil for him when he's just gained six bill is is just uh you know, it's especially not- when you. Especially when you purchased this for eight hundred million, do you know what I mean? Back in the yeah. day, it was yeah. you know, I'm I mean, it's, it's, you know, he times six and a half is um his investment really, hasn't he? Mm, exactly that. You know? I mean, but look at but looking at it to that point really that we mentioned just before there around, you know, the looking at the withholding of the sale money and withholding things going on there, that just beggars belief because we look at the the we've got the worst ratings in things like facilities you know he's pumped absolutely nothing into FedEx field at all he's put nothing into Ashburn and then we'll go back to it I suppose when we first started what really is good thing from this new ownership to see is that they are putting the money in and they're starting to say that these are the right things I mean I've heard somewhere saying that they're going to invest 100 million into the facilities for the players and they're also going to invest 150 million into the surroundings of the stadium and internal upgrades on things that fans really need I mean, we've discussed this and we've been there ourselves. I think they just need a way of speeding up concessions, um, speeding up, you know, getting a beer, being able to get back to your seat very quickly, whether they adopt like the Bundesliga approach where they've got a beer man, you know what I mean, and he walks around yeah, and pours you a pint there and then. Um, maybe that's the way yeah, to go. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, think about, I mean, I mean, think about it. The first, the first day that Harris got in, there was new things being built in the stadium. Yeah, yeah, I know. New kind crazy. of like um, walkways, and I think it's like I don't know, like rails. They've got new rails. They've got new yeah. rails on, haven't they? Instead yeah. of the ones that Jalen hurts, away. When people fell on yeah. Jalen hurts. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> he's done that. He, he's changed the big time screens. You know, th- th- those mm-hmm. massive screens that you got. He changed them to be actually a lot better. And also, at uh, practice, like this starting this week, 
is he's putting mm-hmm. actual seats for the actual fans. Yeah, I've seen that. It's good, isn't it? Really the cool, new bleachers, it? yeah. It's little things, but it makes a big difference because it actually goes, well, actually, I actually give a shit about the fan. And and that's and that's important. We, we you know, and he I said mean, that from the start, and a few days later, a week later, he's got all these things done in one week. Imagine what he's gonna be like, you know, in like a year's time. Imagine what all the change he's gonna have made. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting, man. I mean, how many years now have we also seen that like we've seen fans, podcasters we know, uh, fans who we've met as well, who are standing by the side of a practice field, you know, being a, ro- a little roped off swing. Now we've got professional bleachers, it looks great. Do you know what I mean? It looks like a training, a proper training facility now. Yeah. It looks like a where... get an actual angle to see because correct, yeah. Because there was no, I said there was no levels there. It was just literally on the level. So if you're six foot mm. five, yeah, great, you can be able to see everything. But if you're a short ass, you can't really. Like me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? We we able to see too much. So so with the bleachers being on an angle like as as it should be, everyone's going to have a decent view. You know what I mean? And that's and that's what they're there for. They're there to see what's going on. You know, rather than just be stood there in a massive just pool of people just standing around you know what I mean so uh, it's going to be yeah. a much better experience for, for the fans so that's uh, again another great sign I think just for now we've just got to give them the biggest leash that they're going to have I mean they've oh, got yeah. a long I mean, leash now for mean, a long yeah, time I mean, you know what I mean let's face it they've only done more than what as you mentioned there he's done more in one week than what he's done what Dan Snyder's done the last probably five years I did like the little dig at his press conference and whether that was a dig <laughs> it down or not was you know it, I, it, it needs you need to be more than a fan yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? yeah, I, I thought that was, yeah. was quite good. Was just I was like, wow. Yes, I am a yeah. fan, but you need to be more than just a fan. You know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's slide but in. I'm quite, I'm quite hopeful that we're in hopeful hands, and you know, things are going to get Let's better. Say, on it there. can't get any worse, mate. It can't it be can't. worse. Even if this guy didn't do anything from now on, he'd still be doing better than what Dan Snyder's done. It's, you know what I mean, and he's only been there a week, and he's done more than I said, I said before. He's done more than what Dan's done in five years. He didn't make anything for the fans for the. Uh, for the training complex, it's done nothing. He's not upgraded anything in a long time. The only thing he upgraded was the pitch. Remember the field? Yeah, it's that's it. Actually, actually, FedEx Field itself, and it's not even straight. It's all over the gaff, and that's why guys keep fall- slipping and falling over and hurting themselves. You know what I mean? It's like, like obviously we're from an English side of things. So when you see Premier League pitches, like football, mm-hmm. soccer pitches, they are like bowling greens. They are beautiful. Do you know what I mean? And they play, you know, how many games a year on that? So many, like you know, it's. 20 games a year minimum, minimum on, well, that, on that pitch. You know what I mean? We, yeah, Carlisle's got wins it every year, wins the pitch of the, pitch of the season in League Two. Um, really? has done for the last, it has done for the last five years. Oh, and, you know, we're, we're playing over 40 games on that field, do you know what I mean? Which is mental yeah, yeah, to think yeah, about. So you, 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 yeah, lower leagues play more because they've got more cups, haven't they, and things as well. But it's a, a £250,000 investment every season. And yeah, that's the sort cheap. of thing that yeah, they're going to have cheap. to keep doing. Yeah. That's the product, isn't it? The product is, it is on the field. So shouldn't your field be as best as it could be? Absolutely. Yeah, and the best of the best, like, you know, groundsman or whatever it is to make it work, to be, you know, supreme. And and, and, and again, that will reduce injury. Do you know what I mean? Of course. It makes sense. Because let's face it, man, how many times we had guys blow, blow out their knees on there? Oh, and, it just, you know, yeah. These guys are worth millions, these guys. You know what I mean? Th- their contracts are worth millions and millions and millions. So why is our pitch worth, like, 50 grand? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just it just doesn't make any sense to me. That thing should be absolutely like a bowling green. You should be getting the best of the best. And if that means coming to England to get the Premier League guys to come over and sort their fields out, get it done. Yeah, it'll cost you money, sure, but you'll have a creme de la creme field. And at the end of the day, that's the product. That's what this product is. It's actually football on the field. So let's make it as best we possibly can. Now, again, they might wait because obviously it's uh, 
you know, wait for the new stadium to get it all super duper pitch. Yeah. But if he if he's willing to say he's willing to spend money, why why not sort the pitch out now? Because we're still going to be a FedEx for the next probably five to ten years. Being honest, you know, we got a lease to eight years. I think, haven't we? Um, I think so. Yeah. But I think I think they, they, they need to make a stadium. Do you know what I mean? So why don't we sort the pitch up now and protect the players a little bit? Exactly that. So is it? There's been a bit of other news really scouts this week as well. I mean, as we said before, and I've been waiting for this news um, for a while, the minute Josh Harris took over, our first round draft pick and our oh, second yeah. round draft pick was signed. Um, surprise, surprise. So, yes, Emmanuel Forbes and Quan Martin have signed their rookie contracts with us, wow. um, which is, you know, fantastic. That's every one of the rookies signed up, ready to go. Uh, whether they'll stay on the 53, that's soon to be said. Wow. Yeah, you know, Andre Andre Jones. I'm not I'm not too not too certain whether he will or not, but maybe he'll see get the nod over somebody else. But see we'll see. We'll see what he's got in training camp. Um, also, a few signings this week as well. So we've signed kicker Michael Badgley, um, who's most recently with the Lions, um, 26 for 26 at one point. Um, I think he missed two extra points all season, um, and he missed two field goals, which were both over 50 yards. Um, good bit of competition for Joey Sly coming in here. And I think Joey needs to be yeah, a bit careful I think, I think with he's, his he's, job. He's, he's solid badly. But the thing is, I mean, the one thing, yeah, I mean, shout out to Louis T because I watched his um, podcast yesterday. Um, and he he, he, he kind of put stats up against each other with um, mm-hmm. Sly and, and Badgley and the percentages of like where he's, where he's making the field goals, where they're not. And uh, Badgley's really bad from 50 onwards. Oh, okay. He's got thirty-eight percent completion rate on fifty yards and beyond. Now, normally a top kicker, like say Tucker or Gould or whoever, um, Carlton, you know, those guys are about sixty percent on fifty plus. So that's the difference there. Sly is actually a lot better from the fifty yarder. So a lot better. He's 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 around. I think he said it was like late fifties or early early sixties. Yes, he's actually pretty good. I think he's seventeen and twenty-seven from fifty yards plus, but. When you look at the extra points, that's where the huge difference is because Badgley's like ninety-seven percent. He doesn't miss. He doesn't miss extra yeah. points. The other guy, um, Sly's like eighty-four. And don't forget, these guys are like you know these are chip shots for these dudes, and they're missing easy mm-hmm. extra points because they are easy for these guys, and he's missing a lot of them. So he was not concentrating, you know what I mean, or whatever. It's oh, too easy this, and he misses, or what? I don't know what it is, but. That's that's the biggest difference at the moment. So you got the power leg on on Sly, so you so you can take a field goal from longer distance, or you can have the more more solid. It's, fin- it's the finesse, isn't it? On, inwards, yeah. and and he's more yeah. he's more automatic. Do you know what I mean? So it just it just depends how you want to pre- uh, how, what your preferences and how well they do to, um, in training camp, obviously. But but yeah, definitely definitely something to uh to keep an eye out for because you know definitely is uh it's it's, it's going to be a challenge for Sly. Hundred percent, and I agree with that. I think it's going to be an interesting uh, training camp battle. I mean, hopefully, and in my mind, I would hope that most field goals that we were attempting would be between the you know thirty to forty. Well, that's what you hope, uh, five isn't it? Five yards, and, and that's the other thing with him with Badgley's numbers as well. What what kind of killed him a little bit is like he's got low in in, in the the big long distance kicks, but he's also mm-hmm. he's also got he also completed a longer field goal than Slyers in his career. A fifty nine. Well, okay. is it? He's a fifty nine yarder. So that's his personal best in the NFL. So so he's got he's, obviously he can do it, but obviously he was always in a, an offense when he did kick. So don't forget he didn't know he wasn't always a starter, hasn't played sixteen mm-hmm. games every season, you know, seventeen games now. 
Um, and he was also with the Chargers, who are also a very powerful offense. Do you know what I mean? And only, only a bit, and Detroit a powerful offense. So they weren't doing a lot of 50 yard plus field goals. They're always exactly, you know what I mean? Because they've got a better offense. So it might work better for us because if our offense is going to be anything like theirs, we can actually obviously be a lot closer to the to the sticks, you know. So you hope you'd hope so, wouldn't you? You'd have to hope, hope so. so. Hope so. So I can see why the, I can see why they brought him in anyway. The good uh, there's there's another sign in as well here. It's uh, Byron Plingle, the wide receiver from yeah, Kansas I City. This guy. I don't know about this. I don't guy. know either. I'm sure he's he's got obviously punt return and kick return um, well, special I mean, teams. If they think mainly not it. I mean, if they think he's yeah. not it, or he's still injured with his hamstring, you don't really know what he's doing. I mean, fair enough. You know, you know, I, mean, I can understand why they're bringing this dude in, but. But as a wide receiver, we don't need him as a receiver because that's what he is. Isn't he? He's a receiver. He came from Kansas, wasn't he? he I think be- the one thing I think the one thing for me would be if I was Dax Mill now, I might eyebrows yeah, be very, very raised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I'd be like, oh, around me because uh, yeah, <laughs> you're going to be caught pretty soon. You know, and, and I, I think so. He probably will be the fifty-three. That's when you get caught around then. Yeah, around. I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know if Pringle would make the fifty-three here. I mean, it's going to be a tough one. I mean, sight depends on depends on the point. Yeah, he put in a question saying, you know, will uh, Simon Thurston shout out to him? He said, Pringles, does does he make does he make the team? For me, well, I, I'm not certain he does, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's definitely on the fringe. You know, you definitely got to think about, he's a borderline guy. It just depends mm. on, is he is he up to up to speed on anything? Because has he been training? Has he not been training? Because he hasn't had a team, you know what I mean? For, I, for, I, don't, I don't think he needs to understand the offense. That's one good thing because he's obviously yeah, come from you know the Chiefs. So... Yeah, which is, yeah, which is yeah. good, which is good. Um, but also, yeah, it's about, everything's about production, isn't it, at the end of the day? You know, if, if this mm-hmm. guy can, if this guy can come in there and wow people with punt returns, kick returns, then he's, he's going to get a chance because we need a punt returner. It's simple as that. And if, and if he's the best guy, but then he's going to make the, he's going to make the 53. So, it just depends on this Kaz Allen. That's the only one because it's not going to be between I him. Know. It's between Pringle and Allen for that position, I think, personally. So we'll have to see who, who beats each other out there. But, you know, it, at the moment, you'd still think he's got he's the vet. He's got the experience. He knows what he's doing in the NFL. Kaz Allen's a newer guy. We don't know really know what he's got. He's been injured as well with his hamstring. He hasn't been able to run as much, et cetera, et cetera, or as fast as he normally would. Etc. Etc. So I can understand why they've why they've brought somebody in, but I was a bit like at the start, I was like, "What the hell you got this guy for?" But then when you start reading into it, it's like, "Ah, Pump Turner, fair enough." So I think I think at the moment, I'd, I'd still put him favourite over over Allen, just because oh, you haven't seen what Allen's got because he's been injured. So that's true. Plus, he's also an undrafted free agent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is I mean, he's there. There is that. But yeah. Pringle's probably dirt cheap. He's probably like vet minimum. Be. Vet, vet minimum, yeah, something so, like that. You've got yeah. to think. So again, you know, you're getting proven vet, and, and you, you can tell that's probably an EB thing that you know I reckon what mm-hmm. he knows me offense. You know, if, if you get a couple of receivers go down, he can come in and do a job. You know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Exactly. He knows it. You get the ground running. So be honest, he's probably got a good chance. Probably got a good chance. I mean, what is our what is our wide receiver depth like? I mean, if we think about it, there we've got Terry, we've got Jahan Dotson. Who uh, who's the third stringer? You've got Samuel, Samuel. then you've got Diami Brown. Um, uh, you've got, um, you've got um, what's his name? Is it Kemp? The Kemp at fifth, Kemp, yeah. Kemp. Um, and then you've got Dax Milne. Oh yeah, yeah. The receiver as well. Um, and there's another dude as well. I'm sure there's another dude. Mitchell Tinsley's there as well, isn't he? Tinsley. Um, yeah. And there's one more as well, I think. I think we've got like 10 receivers on the list at the moment. There's quite that a lot. Will, there's quite a lot. That, that will be yeah. cool. 
Um, I can't remember everybody's name at the moment um, because we haven't really seen them in practice. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit limited there at the moment. But um, that'd be interesting. But at least we know the top five. You know, I mean, yeah, I don't I mean, think we. I think the five. I don't think we're keeping solid. anything more than six. Maybe maybe Kemp is an absolute special teams. Yeah, you know, maybe, you, know you, normally, you normally get like three. You know, you normally get like two or three, don't you, for special teams? So I would say two probably for special teams that you know their coach no, is going to be saying, so "I want that." Seven to eight, I reckon, on my receivers. Mm, yeah, maybe uh, seven. Yeah, because you'd use someone as you say for special teams. So yeah, especially the the, the fringe guys, you know. So um, yeah, I mean, so really, this battle then is between Milne and you know and and or others and Pringle, I would say, and yeah, because Pringle, Pringle gives Pringle, you that Alan, special teams. Alan and um, the other and the other dude um, you just mentioned, um, Mitch Tinsley. Yeah. Um, there's still a space for me though. I mean, yeah, I think it's between them three really. I mean, and then and then mm. I think there's one space still available for the big wide receiver. Now, now you could say, well, Kemp's a big wide receiver, and you know he's six five and all that. But if he's not any good, then he's just he's, he's a special teams. You see what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like okay then. So that's a space where there's definitely a gap because our guys, all our receivers aren't like you know six foot four plus. No, I mean, they're not. My last one in Cam. So, um, so. It's kind of looking at that could be something I'd look into. I don't know. I mean, I don't know who the other guy. I mean, it might be another dude that we picked up. Or yeah, there was an undrafted free agent. I can't remember yeah. his name for the life of me yeah, now. But he and he was quite a tall guy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they might use whatever. I mean, sorry, might use tight ends as it instead. You know, your, your Hodges. Possibly. You know, you know the uh, Turner. So those things could could be it might might be. An extra tight end and one less wide receiver. If you think about it that way, so you're looking at your fifth yeah, team. maybe. So we will have to see how that rolls. But yeah, I mean, I, but I do think we need a, a big body receiver if Kemp's not good enough. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. And one that we've got released here is Andrew Norwell has been released. <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh goddamn time, man! I can't believe so, he's still on a job. Boy, he wasn't a job. Do you know what was so funny was I was looking at the social media reaction to this, and obviously. You know, Ian Rappaport and others were putting on saying, Oh yeah, Pro Bowler Andrew Norwell. Yeah, yeah. All and pro, big... all this crap. And then yeah. and then and yeah, then all of the ago. people Yeah, and then all of the people underneath were like, Future Viking, future chief, future this. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh my god. I'll drive them to the facility now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> as long as you go away from my my team, brilliant. The guy is way he's done, he's passed it, he's done. Turner, Trey Turner as well. I know he's got another job. I can't remember where he's gone to now. But he's gone to the Saints now. Saints again. He yeah. won't be, be seen any time there because again he's dog shit as well. So let's face it, right? Ron's done the right thing. He's getting rid of them two bums. So I'm I'm well happy. I mean, so chilly on this. Peter Chilton, shout out to Peter. He said, really? "How drunk? How drunk did Scouts get when Norwell was released?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I nearly celebrated as hard as uh, when when we found out Dan went. So. Uh, <laughs> It's quite a big one, man. I'm I'm still half uh, half pissed now, really. I like it. I like it. So there's been a bit more news. So the name change. This has been brought up again because of obviously, oh, you know, I know mean, we have to spend a little bit of time on this, but because of the Harris Group taking over, obviously the first thing that came out was Magic Johnson had said apparently, oh yes, we are going to look at changing the names. He never quoted or said any of that at all. It was all a bit of uh, much of muchness. Um, bit taken out of context there. The press have obviously dived all over it, and now we have, um, you know, we have a name change talk again around Twitter and talk around. Even if bookmakers are putting names on, I mean, we've got Spartans at six to one. 
We've got back to football team or club at seven to one and Redskins at 50 to one. So obviously, and every name in between you can possibly think of. Admirals, yeah, all sorts of Admir- stuff. Yeah, Admirals, just... fucking Amadas. It's a joke. It's a genuine joke. I mean, I understand the military side of things and DC and mm-hmm. and old city of the of you know of the of the whole USA, but no, just if it, to be fair, do I like commanders? Not really. Um, no. you know, I wasn't happy when we first got the name, but at the end of the day, I, I I grew up a Redskins fan and everybody else did. So for me, if it's gonna be if it's gonna be changed, it has to be something that's gonna be going back to that heritage of style. So if it's not Redskins, because obviously. Of course, I think every single fan would want love to see the Redskins back at fifty to fifty to one. Is definitely worth someone's tenner on that. Do you know what I mean? But let's face it: as Harris got the balls to bring that one back, because that would go against the grain of every woke motherfucker in in the USA. And there's loads of woke people over there at the moment. The USA is so woke; it's unreal. Um, so it's a very difficult one. That you know, unless you can get, unless you can definitely get some sort of big time sponsors who are willing to. To, to sponsor him to go back to Redskins and be and I'm willing to you no know, stick it out with him, then it, it'll come back. But realistically, it won't. Okay, so so the next best for me, from my point of view, would be the Warriors. And what you could do is bring back the actual Redskins emblem, because the emblem wasn't the problem; it was the name. So mm. and you can put them as a warrior because they were warriors. They still are warriors. Do you know what I mean? So. So if we can somehow do a deal with the Golden Gates, which is the basketball team, they have they have Warriors as their name. If we can do a deal with them or somehow to get that over, and then we can get out. I mean, even if we just, I mean, honestly, I think all the fans would just love having that emblem back on our helmets. Do you know what I mean? And our and our merchandise, and we can do that because it wasn't that wasn't the problem. Do you know what I mean? That wasn't the issue. It was always about the name itself, the the racist slur on it. So. I don't see a reason why you couldn't do that. So then you can bring back the old school fan because you've still got the emblem. You look at that emblem, you go, okay, you would normally say Redskins, but you go, okay, Warriors, do you see what I mean? Uh, this, this makes so much sense. Just just do that, Harris. If you did that, mate, I tell you, you you're getting like, okay, yeah, you can't get Redskins back, but you're getting the next best thing. And I think, uh, you know, that's, um, and I think your fans would love you for it. So if you listen out there, <laughs> put, it, put, put it to your board and see what you think, man. So to that end, then, Darren has to leash out to Darren in our uh, WhatsApp group. He's oh, yeah, come man. out and said, uh, when will people pop themselves on that we won't be the Redskins ever again? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there's always that lingering di- uh, hope, isn't there? But we virtually know we're 99.9% sure. We all are deep down. We all know that it's not coming back. Um, you know, would we love it back? Of course he would. I, I just mentioned that we would love it back, but... At the end of the day, it's not coming back, and we just got to kind of move with the best. And but Commanders for me still isn't the one for it. And to be fair, if you're going to change your name and you're a new owner, then you should change your name to what you want rather than what somebody else did for you for two years ago. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So I understand, yeah. so understand that Harris probably will change it at some point, but that isn't the main focus. He mentioned it himself. It's not on this main. It's not on this five things. Do you, do you know what I mean? Do you think this does? Do you think this does happen? Do you think we will go through another change? Yeah. I do, I wow. do. I believe there will be a change, and this won't be soon. You know, it won't be like this year, next year. We'll give a kind of, you know, getting close to a new stadium. I think there'll be a new, uh, a new name because end of the day, he doesn't want he doesn't want to be known as Dan Snyder's last or Commanders. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't he doesn't want that. He'd be like, wait a minute, I spent six billion on this. I, I want I want to be able to name what I want to name it. Do you know what I mean? With, along with his team, so. I can definitely see it happening. I can definitely see us changing the name again, but it's, but not anytime soon. No, you're talking. I'd say good three, four, five years down the line. 
Or is he even I hope so. I really hope so. so and it takes I hope by that to do the research. Yeah, you know of course he does. So, and obviously to do all the uh, the, the uh, copywriting and the trademark and everything else, it just takes a long, long time. Um, so you know, yeah, don't expect any time soon, but I can definitely see it happening in the future. So a bit more news. Just there is loads of news at the minute. Man, you know, it's, great, it? it's one of them. But um, on. quarterback on Netflix, the TV show. Have you watched it yet, Scout? I haven't, to be fair, mate. Oh, what are don't you doing? Don't have a chance, I know, man. I know, I know. But to be know, fair, though, it's, it's, it's Captain Kirk, you know what I mean? And I know. Pat Mahomes. And then, and then Mario is the third one. Yeah, yeah. Then, uh, that he was an arse. So, uh, he was an arse. <laughs> so, you know, um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's, um, but I know Howell said no to that, didn't he? He did, so that's what I was getting into. So oh, a lot of the um, a lot of the um, quarterbacks in the league have been approached for season two because they are going ahead with a season two because of the ratings that it's received. So so far, those who have said a definite no is Tua, Hurts, uh, Fields, Stafford, and our very own Sam Howell, who turned it down Good. and said he wanted to stick to just football. And it was time to stick to Good. football this year. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. I mean, if, if we go through a rough time. Because this thing's over like nine months, isn't it? I've heard that it's a long yeah, it's, format. It's, it's not it's like a lot. weeks or whatever. It's like a long, a long time through the whole se- basically through the whole season. So mm-hmm. you know, you're just going ups and downs in every season for every quarterback. And obviously, you know, if I'm, if I'm Sam Howell, definitely I'll just stay away from it 100. percent I mean, the only one that that really should go to is um, the Cleveland guy, Watson. What Watson? Because if you bring him on, in onto it, he'd be able to change the narrative, spin his PR the way that look, man. I, I've changed. I'm a different man. You know what I mean. So it'd work really well to bring him in, into involved if, if actually he'd want to do it. But that'd be really good for his PR and his overall image. Um, but for me, I mean, yeah, with, with Sam Howell, I mean, he doesn't need to do all that shit. And let's face it, he, he's still he, we got to treat him like a rookie still. So he's gonna have even more bigger ups, bigger downs than others. So we don't want him being like a like absolutely hammered on on Netflix TV when we've had a bad time. Do you know what I mean? Like on, like a few weeks in or whatever. So I, I, you just need that extra pressure to be being grilled and cameras in this. And he will have that on game day, but at least you can get away from that a little bit. You know, at, at practice and training camps and stuff like that. You can't if you got a, a really, um a documentary about you in it. Do you know what? Yeah. I mean? you can't do that. Which is it? Which in some ways is decent because the why they haven't got the the um hard knocks there. So in some ways, that's the benefit of not having hard knocks there. Do I still think we're probably going to get hard knocks in season? It's possible. Yeah. It's possible, yeah, but... This depends if Harris wants it, because... I know. Does he know. want to spin it so quick? Like I just mentioned with the Watson thing, do you want to spin the team dynamic and look at this? We've already made this amount of changes already and blah, 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 and you know, really put it out there to the national media, which that's why Jason Wright wants it, because he can mm-hmm. make it a lot easier for him. To, ch- to say, look, this is what we've been doing. So you see it in action. Do you know what I mean? We're not just talking the talk. We're, we're walking the walk. So, and if, if Harris wants it, then they can see it happening in, in season one. But again, that's a lot of pressure. And does Ron want it? Because Ron says he didn't like last time he had anything like that going on. So I don't know. Yeah, he had the Amazon Prime in Carolina, didn't he? As far as I'm aware, yeah, he had he, that all all that or nothing, was wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he hated it. He said he really, really didn't like all the cameras in there all the time mm-hmm. when it, like private meetings and stuff. So. Um, so yeah, so everyone's different, aren't they? So it's just it's just a thing. But if Harris wants it, I think that could be definitely be a definitely could be a thing in season. Be interesting to interesting to see what happens there. So today is training camp, the start of training camp. Then Scouse and finally, um, man, some pain, man. And now it's now it's here. It's, it's we're nearly there. We're nearly there. You know, we're back to back to football pretty soon. 
Um, looking at it, I mean, there is one injury that's came out so far, and that is Deron Payne has a toe injury. Um, he's been classed as day-to-day. Um, not sure anymore on that, what day-to-day means. But probably probably dropped John... the bottle, bottle aftershave on it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from, what, from what John what John Kimes said, basically, was if there was a game today, he would play. No problem at all. But they're just going to take it steady. He may, may have a broken yeah. toe, something like that. Don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, you want that fixed before him getting back involved. If he could such a big Absolutely. man. You know what I mean? Those little things could become big things when you're twice as heavy as like a receiver. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so I get yeah. Make sure that you know that he's right. So it was just installed today. So a bit of a run through. Um, you know, nothing really massive going on. There's no real workout. Sixty minute training camp today. They're going to ramp it up to ninety minutes tomorrow. Then we're at 120 before the week is out, and then we're back to fans are being allowed. I think this Saturday. It might even be Friday. I'm not sure when fans are allowed in, but. Today was a behind-closed-doors kind of workout. There has been some media shots. What was really interesting is neither Chase Young nor Logan Thomas had any sort of brace at all on them on them today. So they've, 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 they've gone away yeah. from that. So they look like they're, they're good. I mean, Chase was in a, a leg sleeve, if you like, or leggings. There's like the possible swelling and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you probably still get residual swelling from after any change. Just a bit. And any compression will do that for you, yeah, won't exactly. it? Yeah, you know, you're probably getting his ice bath after training and stuff like that, you know, uh, all the preventative stuff. So, yeah, that's fine. That's good. Good. It's definitely a good sign. Um, and then I think today there was a pass breakup from um, Emmanuel Forbes against uh, Terry McLaurin, which is really interesting. I mean, he got the better of Terry on one route, but then Terry absolutely burnt him on another route. So it's a bit of, you know, a bit of... 50-50 here. Yeah, I mean, when you when best, you man. when you when you're running best, with man. the yeah when you're running with the big dogs, it's hard. You know what I mean? So, and what a good uh, what, what a good story. Dan, uh, 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 no, did you get burned? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they do. Because no, let's face it, the quarterback's got time. The quarterback's got time to throw the receiver open, and you're there. You're playing man or zone or whatever against McLaurin. Oh. You know, it, it, it's a problem. You know, especially if you're one on one with him, it's a problem. So. Um, you know, you, you're going to expect you, you expect like the best cornerbacks in the in the in the league to get burnt by someone like McLaurin. So, and I mean, hey, speaking of McLaurin, did you did you see the um that Jeremy Bounds doing like these little um YouTube uh, vlogging type stuff? Have you seen that on YouTube? I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, no. I watched it before. It's like 15 minutes, and basically it was about um no like the small no like um a lot of them went away to Florida to kind of work out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. To Fort Lauderdale, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's and that's what it was about. It was all like like. Obviously, mostly about you know, the army and stuff, but there was a lot of like kind of what Hal was doing. Um, Jacoby Brissett was doing a lot of uh, like coaching of the players in the red zone, like seeing wow. and that and pretending to be a DB and saying, Look, if, if I'm showing this, that I, I, you should be doing the back shoulder throw. Or honestly, it was still really, really interesting, you know. Um, no, what was know, really good though was, coach, was it, he came to was it, coach percent. Was was it all of the tight end, all of the receivers all went the, down there, both the, running backs went the down there. Two, Two running backs were there. There was Patterson and Williams, but the other was obviously the main boys. Like uh, Gibson wasn't there, or uh, oh, I thought AG, I thought AG was down there. No, nah, well, I didn't, well, didn't see him on that vlog. If he was on there, mm. I mean, I didn't see him. Uh, McLaurin was there. He looked, he looked a beast, man. I mean, I'm talking like just size. He looked so much bigger than the other receivers, like muscular, like actual physical frame. You know, he's definitely put on some uh, some meat, like you know what I mean. So. Cool. That's good, and I know Jahan. Jahan was there, you know, doing this thing, skinning guys. Um, so, so, so I'll give that fast, a watch. So fast, yeah, definitely, man. And it's got Howell. Uh, it's got it's got the three quarterbacks. Even From was there. Just there's, nice. it's, it's no real kind of pressure, you know. What I mean, it wasn't like a guy hitting you and all that, but it was 
it was just nice to see. And then obviously showing you like some training stuff that this guy was doing with, with the, the army and and the, the two running backs was doing some training in the gym next day. It was like a two or three day thing. It was. It was quite interesting. Just 15 minutes with well. I'll certainly give that a watch. So there's press conferences today again from Ron Rivera, who said he was happy with what has happened at training camp. And not a lot obviously going on. He said the installs worked well. They've sit they've, they've they've carried on from OTAs. Um, and and they look like they they haven't missed a step. They've come straight back in. And he's happy with where they are. Um, you, you, you're gonna you're gonna hear that. You're gonna hear that, aren't you? Time and time again, you're gonna hear that everything's everything's good in the camp because you know the last thing you want to do is say, oh yeah, the the, the progression hasn't been doing this what it was. Yeah, that, that's just not gonna happen. I I watched that. I watched that. Um, the the ones conference. Presser, yeah. And basically, did you see see did you see his body language? Yeah. So much better, so much more. Like he looks relaxed. Like, he he looks relaxed. Like, yeah. yes, he looks exci- actually genuinely looks excited rather than just saying he's excited about being involved. He's just like you know, even when someone said to him, both even just mentioned with, "Oh yeah, we're going to talk about football." He just started a big massive grin on his face because he just yes, you, know, you can say all that shit has taken a toll on him, man. All that Dan Snyder shit, um, and he's had to ask questions about it continuously. But at least now. It's about football, which that's what he is. He's a fucking football coach at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Absolutely, you've absolutely nailed it. Um, I mean, looking at it again, there was AG had a press conference, Ron had a press conference, Jamin Davis and Sam Howe. I can't remember which one it was out of, and it obviously wasn't wrong. I think it was Jamin Davis. They're only short. They're like two or three minutes. They're not very long questions. Um, one of them was asked oh, the 20 minute one of Ron, that's what I saw. Yeah, 20 minutes was Ron, but the rest of them were, were quite short, obviously, the player ones. And one of them, I think it was Jamie David, was asked a question about Ron, and he said, "What's it like now that Ron hasn't got to deal with these questions, these off-field questions, and he can just concentrate on football? And um, can you see that there's a spring in his step? Um, you know, and, and I think it was Jamie David was like, yeah, he's good. You can see him smiling, and it's exactly the same way that we talked about. You know, just then, it, his body language is so much better. It's so much different. It's the doldrums have gone. It's as if the you know the doom and gloom is yeah, now. It's been lifted he's, off him. Yeah." I mean, he's still right. under pressure because obviously his job's on the line, but but he feels like, well, I can deal with that. That is something that I can control. He can't control all the shit from Dan Snyder and all these questions. You know what I mean? Where he can he can, he can actually go, okay, well, yeah, my, I know my job's on the line. He knows he's on the, it's on the line and he's got to produce. But the, yeah, the body language is massive. It's night and day, man. From last, even just last season, never mind the first three years of his of his reign of of dealing with all this crap. You know, so I, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping for really big things, man. So am I. So we'll finish it off then, Scouts, with some uh, fan questions that have been submitted to us. So thanks to everyone on Twitter cool. uh, and in WhatsApp in, in the in the groups that have said, you know, sent a question We really appreciate it. So Darren Happily also um, has asked, uh, should I consider a tracker mortgage or a two-year fixed mortgage when it comes up for <laughs> renewal? So you've actually hit the nail on the head here, Darren, because I used to be a mortgage advisor. That was my job prior to, uh, to joining mean, what, the Air Force. What have you not done? I mean, I mean, nah, you've been exactly. stripper. I mean, you've been worked on Lime Street in Liverpool, which is a that's it. Yeah, yeah. Place yeah. People know what that is. Um, you've been working those places. Your mortgage advisor, but he, I was, yeah, the safety guy. What's going on, so man? I, I would say stick to a uh, stick to a fixed rate at the moment. Um, purely and said, that's because, what I would say as well. Yeah, I, I like a little bit of certainty when it comes to the mortgages because this is ridiculous. Correct. You just don't know what the what the what the. Yeah. Uh, what the RPI is going to be. He's going up and up. So the, the, um, the interest rate at the moment are ridiculous. Whatever you choose, Darren, don't choose it without a redemption penalty. So that then gives you the opportunity to leave if uh, if you need to 
leave that deal. So try and find a fixed rate without a redemption penalty. Otherwise, it'll cost you a bit if the rates do change massively. That's my advice. Anyway, Juicelicious has put, do you think that we have the makings of a stable O-line in the camp? Or are we still on the lookout for free agencies and or other teams released players to shore up the O-line prior to week one? He said, I'm not seeing the answer on the O-line as it stands. Yeah, I mean, good, I mean, good question. I mean, there is quite of yes and no, I'm going to say, because Vaughn's been talking glowingly about Charles locking down that left guard position. It's all on him. Because most of the positions are locked, I think. I think most of the positions are locked already. Left guard is wide open. Yeah. And you could say, well, are those two actually good enough, though? Chris Paul and Sadiq, are they good enough to really be a true starter? you know, 17-game season and be solid every game. That's the place I can see us getting something. You know, free agency or a guy coming, you know, getting caught after the 53 or whatever it is. You could see something like that happen from there. Um, but that's probably the only position, realistically, that is not... that you would see them doing something about. I think, Char- I mean, Leno is is is, is, is is locked in. You know, I think I think Nick Gates is going to be the starting centre. I don't think they're going to move him anywhere. Yeah. Um, I think Cosme at guard and I think Wiley at a right tackle. And they're all locks. Do you know what I mean? They are locks. Um, we've got some depth in some positions on the line. Centre mo- is mostly the biggest one. We've got three guys there that are pretty decent, I think. So um, guard is a little bit shaky after you lose your first guys out. But I can definitely see us getting at least one other dude in. I can definitely see it. But I just I don't know when that will be. I mean, it might be down to an injury, but I think, yeah, I can see what he's saying about it. He doesn't really see the answer at the moment. I can see it because there's there's too much ifs, you know, especially with the left. That's, that's it? exactly it, Scouse. It's you know, I mean, I saw a tweet from Mitch T- Mitch Tischler, and he was saying that you know uh, there was a, a list that came out saying how much we people had invested and each teams had invested in the O line and commanders were last. We were 32nd <laughs> money, money wise out of our own line. Yeah, well, you know, you that's get, the point though. You're not, you're not, you're not, sorry, mate, you're not paying a big left tackle though, are you? That's the point. I mean, no. most teams are paying a lot of money for a left tackle and we're you, not one of them. You being know? In position so, me. And I'm always a firm believer in life, man. You get what you pay for. Exactly. You know, you're not going to get a guy for like five mil per year who's like true, totally elite, one of the best in the NFL. Because if you, the only time you get that after on rookie contracts, that's the only time you ever get that. As soon as they're like available, you know, or free agency or extensions, whatever, those guys are 20, 50, 18, 20, 25 mil. Some of these guys, you know, I mean, Trent I Williams, what's he on about 30 mil a year? I mean, you yeah, know, something like that, 26 mil, something yeah, like that. It's crazy. crazy money. But, but he's elite and he's one, he's one, he's probably one of the best to ever play the game at left tackle as well. Yeah. 100%. And he's still great now at 34, 35. You know, that's the kind of standard that you want, but that that type of standard costs money. It's simple as that. You can't be too cheap and nasty all the time. You can get away with it. I mean, the odd guard might do well for one season or maybe even two seasons at a cheap rate, but nine out of 10, eventually you've got to start paying. You've got to start paying. The trench is the most important place. If you've got, your quarterback's got time, you can, you can any quarterback in the NFL can dice, slice and dice anyone if he's got enough time. I'm talking people take from... Oh, oh, bang average dudes, below average dudes, but NFL kind of caliber. They will that you can you can cut you can cut everybody up because you've got the time to see everything open up because because receivers will get open at some point if you give them enough time. They will get open. It's simple as that. 
But if you've got like no time, one second, though, it's, got, it's literally going to be out of his hand straight away. Like as soon as he drops, it, it's got to be gone. You know, it's, it's a hell of a lot harder. It's a lot easier for the defense to try and stop those balls or even pick them off. So our line is, is definitely one of the things we have to invest in that come, coming forward. But we haven't got the money. I mean, that's the problem as well now because we've we've linked it to the D tackles and we've linked it to the wide receiver and you know those type of things. And it's difficult, man. It's difficult to 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 get an elite old lineman in. You know, we've got to do, have to do, do the draft and hope that he can hit the ground running next year. That's what we're going to have to yeah. do. Yeah. Or, or with that ninety-seven million that we're going to have in cap space, well, you yeah, use I mean, that to, you still got to, you yeah. still got to be signing two book and uh, defensive ends, though. That's true. And what's happening with Cam Curl too? We don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Yet. We need Curl. We need Curl on a deal now, man. I mean, I know you haven't spoke about it. They're saying, well, you know, we'll look into that, blah blah blah. But you know, that that needs to be done before the start of the season because otherwise, you you, you will. I've got a feeling you hold out. I've got a feeling you hold oh. out because end of the day, the guy's too good to be on a seventh round. Ended last season's contract, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, what's that about 800,000, something like that? As if uh, what, seven something like that, yeah, it's ridiculous, man. The guys, you no, know, pay the man, or at least pay him like um, an upfront bonus or something like that, a signing bonus now. So, you know what I mean? And then you'll then you start to work that way. So, and you'll and you obviously be quite happy, and then you get his money next season with the real deal. Maybe do something like that. I mean, it, need, it needs something, it needs, it, need, it, need, it needs sorting out. So, guys, get around the table, get it done. So Canada Mike's asked, will you be will you be brave enough to admit that part of you is missing Snyder already? <laughs> That's an insane question. <laughs> Absolutely not. No Absolutely, way, no way. I don't think I don't think you'll find anybody stigma for Dan Snyder ever. So, you know, I mean, mm. I haven't got the ball to say it. Well, I don't know why, because I don't. <laughs> I don't give a shit about Dan Snyder. So he's also asked here, we're, we're in the Super Bowl. And we've and I've won tickets, oh, um, and I and I get the news yeah, yeah. at the same time with you and Burrows present. Who is getting the other <laughs> ticket? Well, the answer to that question is you and Burrows are going, and I'm not going. <laughs> Genuinely, because I would get absolutely killed off my wife for going more times or going without her to the Super Bowl. So. You boys enjoy it. You are not a Redskins fan, is she? Or no, no, not at all. No, but it'll probably be a Jags fan. It'll probably be it'll probably be a Jags 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 Super Bowl. That's what we're looking at. Imagine that Jags against us. She just shouted. She just shouted across there. Just give me the tickets. Don't worry about it. So yeah, you sell off like twenty grand each. That's what you exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's it. Well, why don't we just do that? We'll sell them for yeah, 20 grand them, and yeah, just no, get I mean, season tickets. Season tickets and, then, and then every game will fly back. It's 20k, days. man. It can get you there and back as well. No, you also you can pay for our travel. That's what I'm but saying. <laughs> but he's, also asked, he's also said the gods say the commanders will win the Super Bowl every other year, but Everton win the English Premier League every other year, year too. Lord Lockhart must decide. Oh, man. What, what kind of question is that, Mike? I mean... <laughs> I mean, that's brutal. From a Wolves fan as well. I mean, come, yeah, that's on. come on, lads. That's brutal. I mean, I think, I think I've, got, I've got to go. I've got to go with agreeing <laughs> with it right now, right? <laughs> Only because Everton is so... There's such a gang of bums that you know, about time about time they need this... No, they should win something. You know, well, not since 1995. You know what I mean? Any, any sort. So, I'll go with that. I'll, I'll agree to that. Only because, obviously... Uh, the, no, the commanders are just as bad. You know, thirty years of, yeah, no. of no trophies. So 
I want to see. I want to see the trophy being lifted. I want to see that Lombardi lifted here. So, um, I will do it. I'll, I'll probably do it until it gets a bit monotonous. So maybe you know, four like six years in, then I go. No, I don't want it anymore. So I've seen. I've seen three. I've seen three Super Bowls. I'm happy with that. You know, and everything can fuck off back down to championship level. <laughs> so he's, he's also asking. Do you think the feel good factor in the change of ownership will lead to people to think we will get twelve wins this season? As he's predicted, well, again, he's, still, he's, he's going to speak this into existence, isn't he? These twelve I, wins. I, I, I hope he's right. I hope, he, I hope we do get twelve wins. You know, um, so do I. I, I hope Sam so Howell is the grand runner and looks like the new Peyton Manning. You know, <laughs> if anything like that happens, then brilliant. You know, and, and, and you know, twelve wins are definitely on the table then. But we just don't know yet, and, that, and that's the problem. It's like I'm all in on Howell, but I, but what is ceiling scary high? But we don't know what it actually is yet. We don't know what he's actually going to be like. So until so we start seeing, you know five, six, seven games of him, then we can get really get a good flavour of what he's going to be. Um, but, I mean, just because of the quarterbacks we're playing, I'm still going to say we're not going to get 12 wins. I think the max, I think the, the, the top ceiling for us is 10. I really do think it's 10. Um, yeah, I agree. More than that is a genuine bonus, man. It really is. It is. So his last question then, which is very sensible, he said, what will it take for new owners to keep Riverboat Ron on at the end of the season? Oh, you mean what would it take for Ron to keep his job? You mean? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I think I think it's it the it's I think it's got to be at least what the Giants did last year. I think okay, we've got to get you know we we've got to get into the the playoffs. Okay, not like scraping in. I mean, we're getting a reasonably reasonably comfortable, and then also win at least one playoff game. I think that's that's going to be like the. The, the the bare minimum to keep his job, I think. If wow. they see that we're improving and we're actually we are genuinely are making progress, not just getting lip service. You know, we've seen it on the field, we're getting better. You can see we are, you know, why tear the team off when it's just getting just close to it? Because it's a young team. Do you know what I mean? So why would you kind of just rip it all apart if you can if you find that you're seeing some real genuine potential there and think, well, actually, this team as a whole is pretty good. And another another couple of years of being, you know, seasoned. We'll take it to the next level to be, you know, going all the way, maybe. Now, if if we see a little bit of that, and I think if we get playoffs and we win one playoff game, I think Josh will go okay then, and he'll give him this under the he'll give him a new contract. Don't forget, Ron's still got two years on his deal, he had a five-year deal. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So he's still got one year left on his deal after this, but obviously, you know, anyone can be fired any time. But, but in general, that's what's going to keep him for another year, and he's got to continue to improve every time, otherwise he'd be fired or let go. You know what I mean? Um, the the hard part is that if say he does that, and then someone comes knocking because obviously we're now looking a good side. Someone comes knocking for EB, which is that's it. And what do you do then? And that's the that that's the difficult position that Harris is in. Unless Harris doesn't want EB to be head coach, and that's fair enough. You let him go. But if it's like wait a minute, this guy's made our offense so much better. Blah 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 blah. We're now winning playoff games again. We're now doing this. Then obviously you're going to want to try and keep him, aren't you? So, and if it's the only way to do it is to give him head coaching role. Sorry, Ron, got to go. Do you know what I mean? And that's the and that's the, the brutality of it for us. The situation we're in. Um, I just think, uh, I just think, even to have a conversation of keeping his job, he's got to have at least one playoff win. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And uh, not necessarily keeping his job. I think they'll move him into another role potentially. But yeah, keeping his do. job as the head coach, I agree. I agree completely. With does you. he yeah. want that? Does he want to be something different? Yeah. Does he want to be GM? Who knows? Does he want to be you know working with Jason Wright on other things? 
Now he's a football coach, so you know he probably think, well, actually, I'm still, I probably still feel he's still got enough in the tank to to still be a head coach somewhere. So he probably won't be in the background. I mean, he might be offered a job, but that doesn't mean that he's going to take it. You know what I mean? So because okay. um, one thing he can retire, he's only like mid fifties. Now somebody's got I me. Mean, Pete Cowell's like, but he's seventy odd. You know what I mean? He's still going head coach. You know, it's um, he's got still in this in his life. He really wants to work it. He probably could work a long time as a, a head coach or. Defensive coordinator again or anything like that. No problem. Three years from him. So Kyle Ronick, the pod father from the Burgundy Zone, has uh, sent us a uh, yep. tweet. Um, we really appreciate your question. He said, "Which player do you think pre- do you predict will make the highlight play of the week?" And it has to be a non-starter. I think Kaliki Hudson. Oh, great shout! Yeah, yeah. I think he come in. You know, as he does, he gets a few snaps even there. And they come up with a huge play for us when we need it. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go with uh, Percy Butler. I think Percy Butler takes an interception. Um, he's, he's very good at doing that. He has done that a few times in OTAs. So I'm going to go with Percy Butler there. Um, I think he shows out and gives the coaches something to think about because, you know, we've you got Con Martin there. Yeah, I mean, this is borderline star 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 as well. Isn't he like a star yeah. star? I mean, if you think about yeah, kind of where, where would you play, you play, you've got Cam, you've got Quan, who's probably going to play the Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So got, okay, yeah, you've got, I suppose you've got um, the other guy as well, haven't you? Um, your boy. What's his name? See, the uh, fifth rounder. What's his name? Derek Forrest. Forrest, yeah, Forrest. Yeah, so yeah. You're probably still with him, so they're probably going to be the three main starters, aren't they? Unless... Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, so fair enough, yeah. You know, I was thinking P- Butler could be kind of a. Skip. He's in between, isn't he? He's oh, a tweener he, between the. Uh, he's, he's a tweener between the starter, starter and the and 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 uh, just coming off the bench. So Jeff, but great question, Kyle. And I'd like to, I'd like you to reply to that and just tell us who you think is going to make that um that that outstanding play this week. I mean, are we going down the route of Mitchell Tinsley? Are we looking at you know as we talked about before the Kaz Allens of the world? Who knows? You know they're they're right on the bottom, bottom rosters. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Um, turn for ninety nine yards and a touchdown. That'd be oh, awesome. can you imagine? Can you imagine it? Can you imagine it? And then we've got Jesse from the Bleeding Burgundy podcast has said, uh, "How many total sacks will Chase and Montez have this year?" And uh, yeah, I'm Ooh. in the dark now. Get your light on, you stingy. Yeah, it's all right. I just need to pay the electric bill on this villa. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's all good. So yeah, how many how many uh, total sa- total sacks will Chase and Montez have this year? Gonna be tough. We talked about this before, I think, didn't we? Yeah. Double figures, double figures for both is very very hard. I think definitely, it is definitely hard. Um... Ooh, I'm thinking. 16. 16. Yeah, that is a great shout. I mean, so, I think, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think like it's going to be something like 10 for Montez, 6 for Che, you know, something like that. Um, I, w- I will go 18 scouts, I think. I'm going to go a bit higher, but I don't think they get double digits, both of them. I think, you, I think you're probably right. I think maybe one of them will get double digit. I think, you know, I, I don't know, it might be Chase, you know, he might, he's looking... Fantastic. Well, you know, I, I, I hope he's. I would say if he's back to anything like he, he was in college, then you know he's he's definitely got the he's got some of the attributes to make that work. But um, yeah, man, the difference is though is that Montez is that close to every time. If he could just step up that little bit more, like like Devon Payne did this year, 
Mm-hmm. A little bit because he was always close, but never really got the tackle. Do you know what I mean? Never got the sack. Then the one got the sacks. He got paid. If Montez can just just do exactly the same thing, Montez's numbers will go straight through the roof because he's always there. He just never gets that final sack. So contract contract year for both of them as well. So it'd be very very interesting. Very, both be very motivated. Um, I just think. I, ju- I just think Sweat is actually the better player. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, I agree. I agree. He's got the better... Not I think as, he's got the better flash, wheelhouse. Not as flash. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not a flash guy, but he sets the edge great, you know, and he also... And he's mm-hmm. quarterback, so... Um, and he's, such, he's so tall, so long. His arms are massive. He can certainly batter down balls he does as well from throw, uh, from quarterback throws. Uh, where Chase doesn't do any of that, really. Do you know what I mean? So... Um, that, so, and plus he's not as injury prone. He's, he does get injured, but he's not like career enders, like you know, Chase nearly had. Yeah. So, you know, he's had a fractured jaw and stuff like that. He's been out of jaw, but again, that's fixed now, so it's not a problem. But, but yeah, man, it's just uh yeah. I I, I hope I hope I eat crow and I'll, I, you know, I'll put my hand up and I'll say yeah, you know, Chase Chase got twelve sacks this year, brilliant. I'll eat I'll eat crow, but at the, I think I think is at the moment it's six, best for him. Fair enough. Best. Well, that's it. That's it in Scouts for this week. We Honestly, if you're going to training camp, enjoy it. Have a great time. Football's back. It's going to be amazing for you all to have the opportunity to go and see that. Um, so if you are getting the chance to do that, great. Week one is trending towards being sold out. Um, you know, hey, I, now call, sold. I call that yeah, months did. ago, you mate. called I that said, months hey, ago. There's going to be a sellout. Then I was like, ah, yeah. No, sellout, mate. Seriously, 70,000 going to be there, man. I think it's what it holds nowadays, isn't it? He, he corned off some of it, didn't he, at the top? 70,004 bricks, I think now. I think we've got an extra one. I think we've got an extra one in Paul, haven't we? I think. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, Paul, out, isn't yeah, he? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. So, yeah, yeah that's it for this week. Um, the round table is going to be recorded on the 10th. I think next week we've got another pod. I'm not sure who we're going to have on that. Might have a guest on from uh, the Cardinals, potentially, who's a UK fan who will be actually in attendance week one as well. That'd be quite interesting to see if we can oh, get him yeah, on the pod. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll meet him. We've said we'll meet up, meet up with him and have a, have a bit of a tailgate in the red zone lot. So that'd be quite quite cool to uh, to see him too. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to the tenth, which will be our round table NFC East special. So please stay tuned to that. Thanks everyone for downloading and subscribing. Numbers again last week, scouts through the roof. I think it's just because no one's podding, so we're stealing all <laughs> we're stealing all them views. So. Look, thank you. We're going to stay. We're going to stay consistent. We're looking forward to having a lot, lot more to talk about um, moving forward. But yeah, thanks for being with us. We appreciate you. Same. Thanks again, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One Point Safety Show. You can find us on all major podcast apps: Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please subscribe to the podcast, and if you'd be kind enough, please leave us a five-star review. You can find us both on Twitter at ScouseAndy20 and at ScottyH84. We hope you can join us again for another episode of the One Point Safety Show. Thanks, everybody.